This call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Well, here we are. It's, uh, we're rolling right through winter. We're heading into spring. Oh my gosh, it's getting exciting again. It's happening again. Remember, remember this last year when Infinity War was about to come out, and it was like, oh my gosh, Infinity War. Well, now, now it's Endgame, and it's the same thing. It's like you can feel it. The gearing up, yeah. like all the yeah. leaks are coming out. All the the toy leaks. Which that's oh, the biggest yeah. offender of the leaks is the toys. It's like wow, right. the toys ruin everything. Well, the only thing I've seen is um, like the their uniforms. Like they're you know the the cheap figures have a, a set that everybody's got like their normal head. You know, it's like the normal yeah. Iron Man head. You know, Iron Man helmet or Captain America. You know, helmet or whatever. But then they all have sort of like a. A uniform, an actual uniform. Yeah, it's like a a gray kind of bodysuit sort of thing. And we with uh, Hope, he's got some sort of suit on too, and he's all. But he doesn't. Yeah, but he doesn't have he he doesn't have that bodysuit. He doesn't have the the spacey suit. He's just got like it's, it's, it's literally thing. like a yeah, but it's like more like just like an actual like bodysuit. Like I mean, like yeah, for the Hulk, for the Hulk, whereas everyone else has these kind of spacey, science fictiony looking kind of uniforms, which look an awful lot like the suit that Hank Pym put on when he went into the quantum realm in Ant Man and the Wasp. They're very, Not very similar. That. Oh, yeah, really? very similar uh, to that suit that he was wearing. Which of course is leading leading to all kinds of speculation that those are the quantum realm suits that everyone's going to have to put on in order to travel through time in the quantum realm, which uh, which would make a lot of sense. Yeah, um, but I don't I don't love the way they look. I hope it's a very no. very small part of the movie. I'm assuming it's going to be a very small part of the movie. Um, Probably. But it's it's it looks it look it's, it's exactly what you say. It looks like like those crappy action figures that would come out with a movie and and they'd be in some weird suit for some reason. Like you know, Spider Man would have like a a space suit for some reason. You know, like with oh. a, a dome like a dome helmet or something. You know, and be like. What is that this? To the it point like, ridiculousness. Well, that was funny. You know, it'd be like Ninja Batman and yeah, you know, Plumber yeah, Spider Man for, for some reason. <laughs> and it would be like it'd be like Green Goblin Cosmic Assault or something. And it'd be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why is Green Goblin in space? And it's like and he's wearing like some sort of some sort of like astronaut suit. You know, and like he, you know taking over a space station or something. You know, like, they just came up with these weird, <laughs> weird things, you know, or, like, you know, Captain America jungle adventure, you know, and it's like, he's, like, getting, like, he's got, like, camouflage, like, you know, his thing is, like, camouflaged, and his, his shield is, like, green instead of red, white, and blue, and it's like, what's oh, the yeah. point of that? Why does he have a There's green some- shield? Does somebody yeah, actually like that blend shield? Or does he, does he have that? <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, he wouldn't have a different shield for every environment he's in. That's <laughs> <laughs> just silly. Um, but you don't really have a Doctor Strange. He's got a car with magic. He's got his own like a shirt. So it's Steven. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was, well, we were talking about the Hulk, me and my uh, my sons, and 
you're saying that they think he's going to be Smart Hulk. I was like, what? Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's true because it it does the the photos and the stuff they've shown. It looks a lot like Mark Ruffalo. Like I mean, oh, yeah, Hulk looked lot. like Mark Ruffalo before, but now he it looks like a green, puffy Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> like it looks yeah, very very much like him. He's definitely slimmer. He's not he's not as monstrous. No, no he looks like a beefed up Bruce Banner, a taller. Yeah more muscular Bruce Banner, which that would be a good, you know, a good take on it, you know, to like have him do that. Cause that whole professor Hulk thing in, uh, in the comics was pretty cool when those two kind of reconciled their differences mm-hmm. and, and they were able to actually, he could actually be smart and he could be strong. That's yeah. pretty cool. Which would make, uh, it made total sense with what they set up in the, the last movie, you know, where Hulk doesn't want exactly. to come out and they yeah. come to some sort of compromise somehow. Yeah. No, my, my favorite uh, Hulk personality was always uh, Savage Banner, where he's got the body mm. of Bruce Banner and the mind of Hulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just completely, yeah, that would... completely ineffective in any way. <laughs> Can't be used for anything. Can you hit anything? Funny. Nope. Not strong. <laughs> <laughs> also, I also can't do anything math related. <laughs> pointless. pointless. Um, yeah, that was good. And then, uh, but then, then we're getting all the Captain Marvel leaks too, which you know that's going to be a direct lead-in to Endgame, and I think it's going to have a huge impact on everything. Um, I'm actually getting really excited for Captain Marvel. I was kind of just neutral on it for a while, but yeah. uh, all the stuff that's been coming out, all the marketing has been effective on me. I mean, I was going to see it anyway. We're not yeah. going to joke, you know, there's no there's no chance I wasn't going to go see it anyway on opening night. But it looks like a lot of fun. And, and the, yeah. I posted on uh, on the Facebook page the 90s website they have. I think it's mm-hmm. the official Captain America or uh, Captain Marvel webpage. Yes. It looks like it was sure made is. in the 90s. Yeah, and, they did. Uh, it's it's, it's a clash in there. And, yeah, they've got the... It's all, like, gift Great and colors. And, yeah, everything's right. fantastic. Like, sparkly. Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. fun. It's really neat. Yeah, I really, I really like that. And uh, like um, this is the first time I've really felt like '90s nostalgia kicking in for anything. Like I feel like this is the first like cultural moment where they're really pushing hard on '90s nostalgia, which then of course just makes me feel super old. Yeah. Well, they did it. They did it for. Uh, I know you don't, you don't watch it, but they did it for Better Call Saul, and. Uh, they have the okay. same kind of they have the same kind of marketing thing with with that sometimes where you know they they throw in like very nineties things uh in their marketing um and even the show itself you know like it really does a good job of not making it like over the top like eh, here it is it's nineteen ninety you know it's like they're not like pushing that, but when you see certain things, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, because it's like, oh, I do, I do remember. That's how things looked. Like that's how a cell phone looked. That's how you know. It's like you, you know, yeah. all those things kind of come back to you. Um, yeah. But even in the trailer for the first Captain Marvel, when they showed the blockbuster, it was like, wow, oh, yeah, You're seeing a blockbuster video yeah. was just like, stores Whoa. have been gone. Yeah, yeah, that's jarring. You know, it's like yikes. Um, but it's. It's surprising how fast even like like cell phone technology has come just in the past few years. I've been watching been watching a lot of comedy lately on uh, Hulu and Netflix, and we were going through um, Community because I've never watched that. And it's like oh, you know yeah. when they started when they started that it's like flip phones and Blackberries, and then you know yeah. all of a sudden you start seeing you know a uh, smartphone show up, and you know and just the the way things change in the show with the, the constant, you know, uh, availability of technology at your fingers of the internet. And it, it, it we've been, you know, kind of, uh, I think the phrase is, uh, boiled frog about it where it's like, we're in it. So you don't really think about it, 
but then looking right. back and going like, oh, yeah, that's weird. We couldn't just look anything up. We couldn't just know. You know, you had to go to a computer. You had to go to a, a book. I mean, you know, you couldn't just yeah. have this appendage stuck to your hand that, that would just tell you anything. You're like, holy crap, we are in the future. Like, this is... We, we totally are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is, I mean, just even just thinking about it for a second when you're, like, like streaming something on TV, you know, you, you don't, you're not even thinking about it anymore. Now it's like... If you hit the thing and you get the you get that little spinning circle for a second, you're like, ah, jeez, really? Uh, <laughs> come on, how long did this take? The something oh stops for for half a it's second. Been, it's been mad. It's been like it's been like it's been like three seconds. Oh my god, it's been six seconds. What is going on? What's wrong with the internet? What's happening? What is going on right now? Whereas before, anytime you wanted to watch a movie, you had to like. Get the disc, open up the thing, un- unsnap those little lock things that were on the side of the disc case. Because if you tried to open it up without unsnapping those, you'd be like, what the hell is the matter with this thing? Oh, it's got the little safety latches <laughs> for whatever reason. Why do I have these? I don't know. But it's so the disc can't accidentally slip out. <laughs> so you... You unsnap the, the safety latches after taking off the cardboard case that was the sleeve. <laughs> slide it out. Pull that out. Yeah, I slide it out, undo the latches, pop the thing open, and then carefully pull that disc out of there, you know, not to touch the, the, the front of it because, you know, you smudge it or scratch it. So you got to, you know, carefully kind of pop it out of the thing, open up, you know, hit the button on your DVD player. And that always takes like at least like five minutes to like open. <laughs> it's like it's like it's thinking, it's thinking, it's thinking, and then in the meantime you're like, "There's something wrong with this." I just hit the button again. Thus, and then you've already making it. it. Yeah, now yeah, now it thinks that it's supposed to close again, so that it opens up for a second, and then it goes, "Oh nope, you told me to close. Oh, nope, you're going to open. Okay, oh, oh, make up your mind. Come on, get this thing open." And then. It finally would pop out. You'd stick the thing in there. You'd hit the button. It would go back into the machine. Then the menu would come up. And the menu would... have to go through all the, was, all the FBI. Oh, I'll, don't, don't copy this disc. But even it's worse than that, crime. just, just the, the, the menus themselves were so confusing. It's like, I just want to I just want to play the movie. And it's like... Go to, you know, Big Mama's house. You know, and it's like, well, I don't want to go to it. I just want to hit the play. And then you had to, like, navigate it with your remote. So it's like, oh, now i got to find my remote. Okay, here we go. All right. Like, I'm trying That's to think of one that was, like, though. so... It's it was supposed fun. to be fun. Yeah, Ghostbusters. So, like, I think... Ghostbusters. I think I, yeah. Really, really so fun was, uh, DVD menu. But it was like you had to, like, walk through the city to get to the movie. Oh. I mean, that was, like, the setup. <laughs> but then you always had to hear the music. It was really fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, but they would, but they would like play a piece of music from any of the movie, you know, that you were about to watch, and it would just if you didn't get to that play screen fast enough, it would just keep, just keep looping. Repeating. It would just yeah. keep going, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, just let me get to play, just let me get to play." Like I just, I just got to get to the play thing, and it's like. No, I don't want deleted scenes. I don't want, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh. It was so confusing. And the worst one, the biggest offender, I remember, that they thought this was really cool was it for the Memento disc. They made, like, the menu like a puzzle, just like the movie. Like, you had to decipher it the same way that you had to figure out the stupid movie. So that was a special edition, though. That was the special edition that I got you because I got you the really fancy, like extra, extra fancy, right? That special version. That was that wasn't got me that. Yeah, that wasn't like that one person like just just put it in and and watch it. It was it was like you know, all right, to start the movie, you need to tattoo your name on your collarbone, and then that's right. You know, you could actually start to watch the film. And now, Um, yeah, now I feel now I feel bad because you got that from me because you thought I think it was cool. Yeah, and instead, in, instead, it, instead, it, instead, it infuriated me. 
<laughs> I could never get to play the movie. I don't even know if I ever actually played the movie. I don't even know if I did. I think I, I tried to do the puzzle so many times that I was like, you know what? It's fine. I've seen the movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to see it again. It's okay. Um, I still have that disc too. I still have it. Um, uh, you're bringing up bringing up the uh, the tabs, keeping the disc. Yeah. You know the the lock. Yeah, those things are always put on it on on products for a reason. So, what was the reason that they had those little lock tabs? I were know. like discs, like trying to get out from the inside. Like, are they trying to escape? Yeah, they were. Were they worried, they were worried about like sentient discs coming alive and, <laughs> and trying to attack their owners? Like, what? What were those little lock tabs even for? That doesn't make any sense. That would have been like one of the focus group things was they were like, so, Jim, Todd, Pam, what would you do differently for the packaging of the DVDs? Well, one of from every time I slip the thing out of the cardboard, the disc just falls right out. And they're like, <laughs> oh, interesting. Did you put it back on the, on the tab? And it's like... I put it back in the tab. Doesn't matter. I pop the thing open. It slides right out. Hits the floor. Next thing I know, I'm scrambling around on the floor trying to get it. I'm going through like old Cheerios. I'm going through, uh, you know, <laughs> dust. And anyway, it gets all over my disc. And by the time I get that thing in the machine, it's all scratched up. So I, I'm, I need something to keep that thing inside that inside that cover. And Pam chimes <laughs> like, in. Hmm. Pam is like, yeah. These cases are too easy to open. What's up with that? <laughs> what do you think, some, Tom? Some way we can we can add another step to make it harder to open the DVD case. Well, well yeah, what, what are you worried about? Putting little lock tabs on it. Mm, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> Tim. What, Tim, what do you think? Me. I think it'd be much better if we just got rid of discs completely and we could just like watch stuff whenever we wanted to and it just kind of came over like the the air like you just I mean you just kind of just like you were like picking up a like like a uh, like an email or something like you're getting emailed like shows and you could just put them right on your TV and the the, the guy is like get the fuck out of here go <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> We no, warned you about this, I mean, Tim. Might be more. Get, get out of Don't bring this up again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Gets on the phone. Always he's bringing like, that up. Yeah. Always bringing yeah. it Yeah, it happened again. It happened again. <laughs> this is like the fourth time. There's people out there. They're they're getting it. They're understanding where we're heading. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course kill him. Jeez. That's why I'm calling. Yes. Murder him. That's what I'm saying. He's leaving the parking lot now. Assassinate him. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and that and that guy uh, owned Hollywood Video. <laughs> um, oh, and remember that? Oh, too, like all Hollywood the video. video stores. Yeah, Hollywood I loved Hollywood Video. Um, well, it was the big computer. It was like, I mean, it was pretty much just Blockbuster and Hollywood Video here. I mean, I can't think of any video, video ones. Video, video updates. Yeah, but they were more like kind of a suburban chain. Like, they weren't everywhere. Yeah. Right. Um, the Hollywood Video was everywhere. Yeah. Those poor employees, they had to wear those white shirts with them. Bow ties. Oh, poor what? Bastard. I don't remember that. Bow yeah, the Hollywood really? video because it was part of yeah part of the the Hollywood experience was for uh, the employees to wear uh, a white dress shirt and a bow tie to kind of give off this feeling of I guess old school Hollywood. Um, uh, which I don't remember that at all. Um, which it shows how much of an influence it had on me. Like, <laughs> didn't even <laughs> care didn't whatsoever. What was, was fine was that you quickly found out if you were, like, a regular at, like, your, your video store, you quickly found out who was interested in cleaning that white shirt. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there were some folks, that white shirt, 
it was looking pretty bad, pretty bad. Like you're going for like homeless old school Hollywood or something. <laughs> like this is looking, this is looking rough. This is uh, this is you on the skids after uh, losing your sitcom. Like this is, this is bad. Um, but, you guys are uh, switching over to beige shirts now, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What was funny? What was funny is that the one that the Hollywood video that I was going to when they were just like it was announced they're going out of business. Like we're we're done. We're we've lost the video wars. We are uh, we are closing shop. Um, and I realized that I had late fees, you know. And 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 what was nice about this particular Hollywood video that I would go to is that they would always ask me if I wanted to pay anything on yeah. my yeah. on my late fees. Oh yeah, and all I all I would have to say is <laughs> Look, no. I don't. I don't and, have. And, and then, yeah, they would just say, oh, "Okay, so you want to get it next time?" Yep, next time. And then just and they just let it go. Like it was like there was never an issue about it at all. And uh, and then um, it came time for the the place to you know they they said that they're in close or whatever, and I'm like, well, of course I'm not gonna pay any late fees. I mean that's silly. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> well, I might as well. Are you kidding me? Is this a joke? <laughs> I may as well amass as many late fees as I possibly can because <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. And then if I can, I can you add some more, more just just for, for just for fun? Can you just share something? Well, then that was the thing too. Is that I was like, well, why am I might as well just go a step further and just keep the movie? Like, why am I even bringing it back? Like, there is no point. Like, it's not going to be like. And I remember, I think I got one letter saying that I had not returned. You know, whatever it was. And Charlie uh, was four. Yeah, that was the problem. I and mean, I didn't even get good movies. Like, I wasn't even thinking ahead. Like, I was like, oh, I should have gotten some good. Like, why did I get something crappy like this? So I ended up returning them anyway, because I was just like, well, I don't want these. I, like, well, I don't, <laughs> yeah, don't want to keep these in my house. This <laughs> is stupid. I'm never going to watch this again. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. And then, I mean, once they went out, then it was, it was only Blockbuster. And it wasn't that long after that, uh, that they did it, too, you know? And it was like... Oh, they did that last that last breath of like that last dying breath of uh, online blockbuster trying to compete with uh, with Netflix. Netflix, Netflix with the discs in the mail. Yeah, yeah. and they that. tried to. They tried you to, can bring uh, that. You can bring the disc into the store and, and swap it out for a movie that was there. That's right. Instead of actually waiting for it to get mailed back in, so we would use. I mean, we use that thing all the time it was like the best yeah I think we used it a few times too um, but then you still had to deal with the blockbuster customer service which was lacking <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it was never good like it was like at the end like everybody knew that this was not going to happen and that you know they really didn't care anymore and and the thing is the mom and pop video stores were always so much better and like the blockbusters and the Hollywoods because they uh they cared and they like you know, they were happy to like talk about movies and like, you know, whatever. Once it got into like it was just like the big the big ones, those people either were A too busy to talk to you or B, they just didn't care. Like they just didn't even want yeah. to be there. Like it, didn't, it was just like working at a gas station to them. They didn't. It didn't had had no significance for them at all. Like it wasn't that they were like movie lovers and this was a great fit for them <laughs> that they could right. like. Oh, I can combine my love of movies with my love of people in retail and like and like be like, <laughs> be like that's not a, a that's person. not a thing. This is the perfect merging. <laughs> of <laughs> those two things. Um, and so they were like, this is, uh, this is amazing, you know? Um, but they, uh, but they, they didn't, they didn't give off that vibe at all. Um, and, uh, and plus it was just so impersonal, just the whole setup of the store, even it just, it didn't even look nice. Like it just looked crappy. Like it was just yeah. a bunch of, you know, yeah. 
there was no thought that was put into it at all. Um, one rabbit hole that's fun to go go down. I, I don't know. I think I've mentioned this before, but go on YouTube and look up blockbuster training videos, and uh, those are those are fun. Those are fun to see um, because they are truly terrible. <laughs> they are totally oh, all those. And all they're, they're they were all training bad. videos. They're, they were all, all trying to be fun. Days. Yeah, I remember like at, at exactly. uh, Domino or. Uh, Godfather's Pizza when I worked there as a teenager and it was all like oh there was supposed to be like movie parodies and everything and right they're trying to uh trying to be up with the times except by the time you were watching it it was you know like a parody of where it is the lost ark which you know while that's fun this was you know 1995 and the movie hadn't been out for you know 15 years or whatever so it's like when I worked at like, when I worked at Rack when I worked at Rack I don't care when I worked at Rex, they had uh, the Fry Team, which was based on oh, the A Team, right? And uh, and so this is like '85, and uh, they actually did have a white guy with a mohawk. It was like a mohawk wig, and he was saying things like, "I'm pity fool that don't let the fries finish cooking in the fryer or something like that." Like it was like. It was so terrible. It was so bad. And then the thing is, like, they, I think they kind of kept the same performers on a lot of the stuff. Like, they obviously this was a gig that somebody got that you know they were had they had been booked for multiple things. And one yeah. of them was uh, it was like an Indiana Jones parody, but it was like the Temple of Rex or something. Because oh. it was right, it was right after Temple of Doom. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, those were fantastic. Oh my god, those are so great. <laughs> They're so bad. Um, but they always thought that they thought that they were like the the most original one. Like they were like, they're like oh, nobody's done this before. <laughs> let's have some fun. If you're gonna watch these training videos, at least let's have a good time doing it, right? We're all here together. Well, let's let's you know, have a ball. You know the reality of it, though is you know having having worked in the training video industry myself if, as, if as anybody a, if anybody would give you any sort of leeway to do anything remotely different. fun you yeah. would run with it because yeah, there's so I mean, you know the crap i did i mean i, I yeah. used you in a bunch of them where it's like standing Lush at a making, counter yeah. pre pretending to do a rental transaction for a car. Or I know that. It's like, and that's what, that's that, what made them crap. I know. I and that's as that fun. Responsible. And yeah. that's as fun as it would be able, you know, be allowed to get. And it's like, ugh. Yeah. And trying to direct that garbage was horrible. Especially <laughs> when, you got was crappy act, when you got crappy actors, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> what was the one? What was the one? Oh, you're referring to me? Yeah, I was terrible. Oh yeah, I was. The gradual smile in the script. It was something about a gradual <laughs> smile. That's right. And you're you're like, what is? How are you supposed to do that? <laughs> What's a gradual like, I don't smile? Know. I'm either smiling or I'm not. What's it? <laughs> so I, I kept doing it different ways, and it just it just came up creepy. It just it was always <laughs> creepy. I guess it was like, oh, that's too creepy. You can't do it that way. And it's like. Well, what's a gradual smile? I don't, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> or it's kind of dawning on you that you're happy. I'm happy that I'm working at the rental counter. Why? <laughs> why am I? And why can't I just be like immediately happy? Like, why is it creepily coming on me? Like, <laughs> I, I am happy to be here. Um, the one fun part what about those was, was working with people, I mean, like you and, and getting, you know, like, some of your, your other friends, your after yeah, friends yeah. that would come in. And that was fun. That, that was fun, like, just joking around. What was the one, I'm, I'm just when we weren't actually the, filming, that was the best part. <laughs> what was the one where it took place in the future? It was, like, the future of National Car Rental, and there was, like, some kind of, like, humanoid robot or something like in like a bodysuit and there was yeah. like, a, like a kiosk what was that, <laughs> that I was barely so remember weird. 
Wasn't that me? I think I was even. I think I was even the robot because nobody else were. was around. They they're like, you. well, yeah. They're like, well, they put you in like a silver. So like, you get in there. They put you in like a silver bodysuit, and you're like standing yeah. at like the entrance. I think it was like something? a cape or something. It was like a reverse cape because they were just using my head. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't there was a. There was a I don't think I saw the final version of that even. I think the original thing was it was supposed to be like an actual like humanoid like robot thing, and then uh, I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah, I don't remember. It was insane. Some of those national guys are pretty fun though. Yeah, I mean, and we tried to make them fun. I mean, that was the thing. It was like because the ones that I had to do that were just completely straight laced and serious were just murder. <laughs> it was like I. I can't oh, imagine I love anybody having too. to watch this for 15 minutes. Like, this is this is horrible. I loved it, too, when you had to put in people who worked there. Like, you had yeah. to use, like, people from, you know, oh, that all the time. Did the yeah. office. Oh, was, my God. That, that was, was all the time. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so terrible to watch. Just, uh, oh, my God. So hilarious. Wow, how did we go down that rabbit hole? Oh, because we were talking about training videos. From Blockbuster, man, we, we got, we got we quite a way off the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so back to what we were talking about, about how exciting it is the end game is coming. Um, it's the, the toy leaks are the things that are the, the biggest defenders right now. They're just, you know, they're popping up all over the place. Um, but the Russos, said that when they see a lot of those toy leaks, they, like, breathe a sigh of relief because they're like, that's not even in the movie. Like, they're like, that's great because that's, like, a total misdirection. Like, that's not... Yeah. Like, they said that when the Lego sets, they're the biggest ones, uh, the Lego sets, because they always seem to be oh, right. really, really early. Um, yeah. And they, were, and they were like, they saw the Lego sets, and, and they were like, oh, that's fine. That's my movie. <laughs> I don't know what that is, um, and that's happened multiple times. Well, I wonder if they the, uh, purposefully do it. And because but remember the Iron Man three Lego set? Mm-hmm. There was a uh, like the Mandarin final battle or something like that. Yeah, and it was yeah, I mean, he was, it was actually like, fighting. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't even remotely close. Well, it didn't. They, you know, what I've heard is that they they get stuff early because obviously they have to get the stuff into production so it can come out concurrently oh, yeah. with the movie. You know, otherwise, you know, yeah. if they waited until there was like zero spoilers, you know, released or whatever, um, we would never get anything. You know, right? Oh, yeah, because it's yeah. Um, I mean, it's the, the stuff is shipping now. I mean, it's yeah, it's hitting the so, shelves now, which means so they were working getting, on it as long as they've been working on the movie. Right, and the stuff that they're given is right at the beginning of the production of the movie, yeah. like where it's like, these are concepts, these are uh, uniforms, these are sketches, these are, you know, those kinds of things. Um, yeah. So they're only going with what they have, you know, and then sometimes it's just like a like one, you know, teaser trailer and a bunch of promo art you know that they don't you know they don't have any sort of concrete you know what's going to be in the movie and what's not um and a a good example of that is the the infinity war lego set last year where it showed uh bruce banner uh turning into the hulk inside the hulk buster armor and oh yeah and and they had a thing out they had a figure of that too that came out. Yeah. It was, it was like a big electronic figure that, yeah, never, never actually happened in the movie. No. And so, I mean, I, I guess maybe initially, maybe that might've been a thought that they were considering. And then right. they were like, Oh, well, this isn't, this isn't going to happen. You know, yeah. we're not going to use this at all. And that was, you know, probably very early in the production that they were like, yeah, we're scrapping this idea completely. And, uh, the Lego yeah. people were like, we're running with it. No, it's gonna be awesome! I can't wait for this to be in the movie. Um, So what a cool! uh, 
It would have been cool. That would have been, been cool. Yeah, it would have been. Um, but if they're if they uh, are doing the smart, if they are doing the smart Hulk thing, then that actually might sound like a better idea instead of having it, you know, turn out that way where he went crazy, big rage monster. If they just said, you know what, let's just make him the, the smart Hulk in the next movie. Yeah, I I agree with that decision. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, if that is what. Yeah, I think it'll be. Happen. I think it'll be. Neat. Um, but man, I mean that last that Super Bowl teaser, which I don't think we even got to talk about. Um, no, super short. Um, but in that small oh, yeah, like seconds or something. But what's crazy is that they showed it like right at the beginning of the Super Bowl. Like, you, like, oh like, yeah, I didn't even have a chance to even like sit down to like be like, oh, Super Bowl starting. Like it was like all of a sudden it was on and it was like. What the hell is this? You know, then like, you're seeing all these images, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's the Avengers already!" <laughs> like it's like, "Oh crap!" Um, so it, was, it really took me by surprise, um, and uh, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool, and there's a lot of speculation because, of course, people want to dissect and look at everything over and over and over again. And since this one was so short and showed so little, um, but it showed a lot, actually. Like, I mean, like, it showed a lot more than you kind of think, because you so quick, you know, it was so quick. Um, yeah. But there's two shots in the trailer where, spatially, um, it looks like there's a weird gap in between people. Oh, which is yeah. leading a lot of people to believe that they digitally removed somebody from them. Some two shots for the trailer. Yeah. Because, it, and when you do look at it, like, do you see the image that, you know, they're talking about, the two images? One is when they're kind of, it looks like they're in the middle of, like, a field, and they're all looking up, and it's like, there's, like, four people or three people but the way that it's set up, you know, just in the in the photo, there's like a, a missing person. Like there's like, you know, like just spatially, it just looks odd. You know, it's like, well, why are they all kind of crammed over here? And here's this open space. Like, why didn't they fill the frame? Like it looks, it looks odd. And then when they're all walking at the end, when you have the profile shot of them all walking in Avengers uh, HQ, there is oh, a gap yeah. between yep. people. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, here's you know, one, 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 one. Everyone's walking in, in order. And then all of a sudden, boom, big space, and then another person. And you're like, huh. You know, there might yeah. be something to this. Like, that is weird. Like, why would there be this big gap? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so there's a lot of, you know people wondering who the person is, you know, they didn't want to reveal. And, you know, I'm sure it's probably most likely either Dr. Strange or, uh, Captain Marvel. Um, somebody that like we had, we don't know is actually in the group, you know, at that, at that point. Um, but the thing is they keep saying that, all of the promotional materials, which it looks like it's true, that it's only the first 15 or 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I've heard so that all too. the stuff we're seeing is just is just the very, very beginning of the movie to not give anything away, which would then make a, a good argument that, yes, they erase somebody from those scenes because they don't want us to know that they're going to be in the movie, like, right away. So it's like... Either Captain Marvel shows up like really, really quick, <laughs> or maybe Doctor Strange or somebody comes back from the dusting uh, right away at the beginning of the movie, and you're like, "Whoa, how is he back?" You know, and it's like, you know, because if they showed that, then it would be like, "Oh, so they're gonna be back like right away?" Like that's bizarre. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's uh. Very exciting. It's going to be very fun. Um, and what else is I thinking? Well, as I've well, been uh, talking to... What's that? 
I was going to say, as I've been going through uh, community, I mean, I didn't realize how how deeply into, like, nerdy stuff that show gets. I mean, even into alternate timelines and, you oh, know, alternate sure. realities and all that stuff. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I mean, a lot of this is just, like, watching it, having seen, you know, the Avengers and Captain America stuff from the Russo brothers, going back and seeing how they kind of got there has been, been a lot of fun. Just even, like, some of those yeah, paintball they- episodes. I'm like, oh, exactly. this is the same. Like, this is the same style as Civil War. Winter this Soldier. is the same style as Winter yeah. Soldier. Same exactly. camera shots and everything. Yeah, yeah. They, you can you can see it. You can see that they had the capacity to do action. Like yeah. you know, you're like, oh wow, they actually could put together a very very effective action sequence. You know, even in these these comedy things. Um, and of course, you had Dan Harmon. You know, for a lot of that you know, doing the writing yeah. and he's, yeah. he's the ma- he's the master at like trope, uh, breaking. Like that's his, that's his deal. Like that's why Rick and Morty is so funny. That's why community is so funny. Um, if you ever listen to his podcast, Harmontown, which he rambles a lot. Uh, and sometimes it's hard to take it all in. But yeah. I, I'm telling you, every time I, I listen to that thing, and when I finally, you know, get myself, like, you know, actually listening to it for a good period of time, um, there's always at least one moment during that podcast that I'm like, oh, my God, that's, that's a great, that's a great bit. Like, that's a great idea. Like, like man, like, he is, he is good. Like, it's just like, I wish I would have thought of that. That is so great. What an awesome Awesome thing, you know. It's like, I'm gonna have to listen to that and now. He, I, uh, and he I gets, become a fan. Yeah, you should listen to it. And he just spews that stuff out. Like it just it just comes flowing out of him. Like he just, he's pretty much like he'll get into like a stream of consciousness kind of like thing, and he'll just go off. And you're like, holy crap, man, that is amazing. Like, you know, <laughs> He's he's a, a one of a kind. He's so bizarre. But I mean, uh, have you finished Rick and Morty? Have you have you gone into that? Because it's been I haven't done no, the whole I've, thing. I've only watched like one episode. So after I'm done with Community, oh, I'm gonna have gosh. to. Uh, I'm almost done with Community. Gotta, I just have a few more episodes to go. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, you gotta watch Rick and Morty. It's an easy watch. You know, they're short, and it's only yeah. three seasons, and and then they're not huge. Um, but you you'll love them. Because it's just, it's exactly the kind of stuff that we talk about. And it's like, there's so many great things in them. Um, well, very, I've, very I've been watching all these, all these shows that all seem to be like created or influenced by the same people. I mean, like uh, Community, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, started watching just last night, uh, I'm Sorry. Have you seen that? No. It's got, uh, I think her name is Andrea Savage. And she's a... Uh, Oh, I've uh, seen a comedian menu, but uh, yeah. one of the, one of the co-stars in it is uh, Jason Mandukas, and he is really? of course hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great as usual. Oh, you um, know, I watched the first episode of it. I didn't I didn't watch any more after that. I only watched the first one um, with the porn star and the thing with the. Uh, I was trying to remember. She's at the party and it's like a barbecue and uh, oh, she's always saying they party, but yeah, and inappropriate and trouble and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the thing. Is she's it, it feels a lot like Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's it's what I kind of thought when I was watching it. Yeah, it's like, like she just keeps kind of like curb into worse and worse situations and embarrassing herself and you know digging the hole deeper type type comedy, right? But uh, I love Jimmy Mandukas. Yeah, I'm used to. He's funny in this too. Okay. Oh, speaking of here, you know, this is a really good transition from Jason Manzukis to yeah. Wreck It Ralph too. So I finally saw that, Ugh. and uh, I actually I really liked it. I thought it was funny. I was laughing the whole time. I've heard so many what? people, and even you, you said you didn't like it. And I was like, what? I think this is really funny. All the little references. I, I was, was dying. I, I, I thought and Jason Manzukis is a is a voice cameo in there, you know, as, as some like comic book nerd, you know, yelling about something online. 
And I, yeah, I really, I enjoyed that. I thought that was funny. No, I really, I liked, I liked Rucker Ralph too. <clears throat> I just, I, I, my biggest, my biggest complaint about it was that they had uh, four years to make a sequel, and I just, I just thought it wasn't, it wasn't creative, and it wasn't uh, witty, and it wasn't, it didn't have any of the things that the first one had that was like the reason why I liked it. You know, like the first one was very like creative, and it was like you know very witty, and it was you know clever. And that's the whole thing. Every sequel, though. I mean, we just we also just saw Lego Movie Two, which just came out, and it's the same sort of thing. I mean, it's it follows you know the story down the line, but you're you're never going to have that same sense of magic of you know the the first the first installation of something that kind of changes the game. I mean, which I thought yeah. the Lego movie did, that it kind of, you know, it broke the mold. It, you know, people were like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. You're never going to get that right. again unless unless it's something new. So I think, I mean, Wrecker Ralph 2 is sort of, the, it's the same way. It's like you're not, you're not going to get that same. I just thought it was, I just thought it was feeling. really unin, uninspired. It just left me really empty. Like, I was just like, yeah. Like, I, like instantly forgettable. Like, not even like, it just didn't even seem like John C. Riley was into it. Like it just seemed like he was yeah, kind of like, yeah, all right, I'll just do the, I'll do the voice, whatever. But it's not really great. And uh, the only one who was really like putting in the effort was Sarah Silverman. Like she was the only one that I could feel was like, you know, into it. Like everybody else just seemed like it just the voice performances didn't even sound that great. Um, I, I did feel that way. Line, uh, was, about Ralph. I mean, I, I felt like he was kind of phoning it in. And the storyline was just really weak. Like, it was just, it was like, where is this going? Like, what's happening? Like, the game broke, and now he's going to go to eBay, and then he's going to get the money, and then he's going to... It just it just seemed like it just didn't have a good framework. Like, it just kind of was all over the place. And by the end, it was just kind of like, oh, all right. Well, that wasn't... <laughs> there was nothing emotional about that. Like, there was no... Like, you, you compare that to Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. which is a truly good movie and uh, very, very dynamic, you know, art direction and, and great storytelling and, and just the whole thing. And it really has, like, an emotional impact on you, and it's only you know, an animated movie, you know, and it's like, but again, I think that's Ralph another one of those, that's another one of those groundbreaking things though, where like now everybody's going to try to do that type of thing. Right. It's, it's, you know, from what, you know, other things I've heard and read other, uh, you know, feature animators are like, Oh, you know, it's like the, why didn't we think of this? Why didn't we do this? Like, this is, this is going to change the way we think. And it, you know, yeah. it's, Again, you're comparing a sequel to another groundbreaking moment. I, I mean, I, I just don't think there's a way to overcome that. I mean, when, you know, once I, I do agree that the story was was definitely weak, but the story wasn't great for the first one. I mean, I'm trying to even trying to sum it up in my head right now. I can't even think. It's a bad, it's a bad, of a bad video a bad game. Uh, yeah, a bad guy. The video game bad guy ends up like becoming like self-aware you know. of him being bad and wants yeah. to wants to do something good, and in the process ends up like helping other people. You know, like it's like it's a nice story. Yeah, it's uh, if you had to sum up the yeah. second one, it was what people realizing that they can't what control others or uh, sometimes yeah. things change sometimes things change and you have to feel feel with that you have to accept it I mean I, I guess that's yeah. boiled down to what the story was yes. about but it was it was a long ways to get to that yeah and, uh, but yeah, that was got the last there, five right? minutes. That's, that's, that's what I mean. mean. That's like, this this is a long, yeah, it was a long road uh, to get to that. Um, yeah. I watched a movie called. Well, before I talk about this, because uh, 
what I did watch on Netflix uh, was uh, Russian Doll. Have you watched that? No, I've heard about it. I, I've seen it on the, the menu. Very good. I haven't had yeah. what it is. Check, check that out. Natasha Leone uh, is, the, is the lead. It's got a Groundhog's Day vibe. Um, oh, that's the thing. Oh, I, I heard somebody talking about that. Like, I didn't realize we've that seen, was the same thing. Yeah, we've seen, I mean, we've seen the Groundhog's Day thing done by a lot of different things. You know, Edge of Tomorrow, done really well as an action movie. Um, uh, Happy Death Day, done as a horror movie, done very badly. Um, there's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different takes on that whole reliving the same day deal. Um, but uh, this, one's, this one's interesting. It's good. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool. And it's short. It's like eight, like half hour episodes. It's easy to get through. It's really easy. Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then uh, I heard about this movie um, called The Final Wish. And I had seen a trailer for it, and it was done by some of the people who had something to do with uh, Final Destination and some other big horror franchises. And it looked like it was going to be like kind of like Final Destination, but maybe like with like a like an evil genie, kind of like the old like Wishmaster movies that were in oh, really? there or whatever. Um, oh. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for genie movies. I think I think genie movies are great. It's always such a dumb idea. It's just the whole thing. It's like, you know, you can have any wish you want, and then they always fuck up. They always get the wrong one, and you know, and the genies. If he's evil, he he twists it and makes it his own deal. Um, yeah. No matter what it is, you can ask for anything, you know, normal, and then he'll fuck it up. You know, and do you know? <laughs> oh, are you enjoying? Are you enjoying this party? And he's like, yes, I really, I really enjoy this party. I'd like this. Would you like this party to be? Uh, memorable. It's like, uh, sure. All right. Yeah, I guess so. It's like, would you, do you wish to have this part of your life? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, everybody starts turning into, like, alligator people or something. It's like, oh, isn't that crazy? Oh, you're going to be remembered now. You know, and it's like, why? You kind of led me into that. Like, I had picked a wish, and then you just, that was totally, like, you led the witness on that. Like you totally like you set me up. Like that wasn't I, I didn't ask for this. Um Is this an actual like movie you're movie. describing? No. <laughs> but it's it actually similar because I kinda wanna see it. Like what it's similar to like Wishmaster. Um but anyways, this final <laughs> wish thing, I did watch it and I was like interested to see like what they were gonna do with it because I like the evil genie thing. Oh my God, what an absolute piece of garbage. Don't even spend a minute on this thing. It was so terrible. It was so bad. It was like everybody just kind of like throwing together all the stuff that you know about like horror movies relating to like people making wishes and shit. And uh, the acting was was so bad. Was there genies? Was there genies involved? There was a genie. Yeah, a gin. A gin at the end. Um, and of course, you had to have the prerequisite uh, Tony Todd cameo, which is, uh, ev- yeah. this is evidently what he does in every horror movie now. If he's just the guy that somebody goes to who tells you what it is that's actually happening in the movie, like that's his that's his thing. Like he, you go to his house or his library or whatever, and he's gonna pull out a book and he's gonna be like. Hmm, sounds like you're dealing with the gin. Oh, really? What's that? <laughs> well, here's a picture of it. As you can see, they take your wishes and they corrupt them and they 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 uh, build up uh, so eventually they get your soul. And they just, <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Tony Todd. Well, actually, my name is not Tony Todd. And it's uh, something different, but... I, you're right. I do kind of do this a lot. Say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Tony Todd. Again, not Tony Todd. Just uh, yeah, give a name in this one. But, it's, uh, <laughs> but yes, I understand why you keep getting that confused. It's fine. This is all I do now. Just that guy. Um, but 
so yeah, so he shows up and does that does that thing. Um, and then the woman from uh, There's Something About Mary and uh, Kingpin. Oh, she's in the Insidious movies too, Lynn Shay. She's great. I love her. Uh, she's terrible in this movie. Everybody's terrible. There's nothing good about this movie at all. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no, there's no redeeming value to this movie whatsoever. Um, if you happen to see it like on Netflix or something at some point, uh, it was on demand. Um, if it shows up on anything, you, you can breathe by it, whatever. But, wow, what a piece of garbage. So bad. And the thing that upsets me about things like that is that it's like, they put a lot of work into this thing. Yeah. Like there's prosthetics, there's makeup effects, there's, you know, all kinds of locations, uh, storms, and, and you know, all kinds of things that, like, <laughs> they spent so much time on this, and there were cars, and people had clothes. <laughs> this is the result of this. You know, it's like people miss time with their families because they were working on this. <laughs> like, like somebody missed somebody's graduation or somebody's birthday. Or, well, I gotta, I gotta work on Final Wish. You know, it's like we're almost done. I mean, I gotta, we gotta shoot all night you know, to get this thing done. And it's like, and this is the garbage. Like, this is crap. Um, I can only hope they fed them well. That's all I can hope. Um, and by the way, this uh, this episode is actually sponsored by Final Wish, so go watch it. <laughs> Our new sponsor. <laughs> I with the caller. Yes, I should have found out who our sponsor was before I started that bit. Yeah. Yikes. Awkward. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Um, can you think of anything else that's uh, exciting that you should watch? I can't. Uh, I can't think of no. anything. Um, I've been watching the Orville. That's actually pretty good. Uh, I, I, I love been wanting to watch that. I actually, I, actually I watched good. the first couple episodes and I liked them, and I wanted to keep watching, but I just haven't because there's yeah they're into yeah, the, the second season. We have this problem now, first world problems of there's just too much content. There's Way too much. much stuff. Yeah, you can't keep track. And it's like, I, I give something like maybe an episode or two, and then I'm like, whoop, moving on. Not yeah. interested. <laughs> like, I can't keep going. Um, so many documentaries and so many. Oh, oh, but you should watch uh, the Fire Festival documentaries on, there's one on Netflix. Oh, and yeah. One on, one on Hulu. And the one on Netflix you should watch first because that kind of gives you like a good like overview of the whole fiasco of the fire festival and what a what a tool this guy was that uh, that put this thing together. Then watch the Hulu one because when you watch the Hulu one, it goes into detail of several of the people that he actually screwed over. So oh, you really? get like a big a big kind of like big picture. In the first one, and then the second one, it kind of narrows the focus a little bit, and you actually get to see like the impact oh, the on like, individuals. Yeah. yeah, of like huh. what what he did as far as like what kind of fiasco he caused, and it goes deeper into his psyche. Like they actually have like an interview with him, and so he's oh. actually talking. And this guy is like, he's a super tool. Oh my god, you will <laughs> you will you will hate this guy. But, uh, and again, this episode is sponsored by the Fire Festival 2019. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did it again. Dumb. Um, dumb. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, there, there is a certain satisfaction of seeing, like, these rich kids, uh, just get bilked out of all this money. It's it's kind of yeah. fun that way, but, well, but I, mean, interesting. I remember when it came out and just laughing about the fact that this even happened. <laughs> so, like I really I totally, totally remember when it happened. Yeah, see, I, I remember yeah. vaguely because I think they did like some Saturday Night Live stuff, and I think they, yeah, you know, maybe had some you know funny things online or something about it. But I never really remembered it um, until I started thinking as I was watching. It's like, oh yeah, now I'm familiar. Now I remember this thing. 
Oh, yeah, that this was the island I was stuck on. Ah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this was all about. <laughs> but uh, you'll, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy cool. it because you'll remember it. And you can relate to all these influencers. That's what you think, Influencer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening. This has been yes. the 10 Minutes from Hell podcast. Uh, go visit the website, 10mfh.com. Uh, go buy some stuff with uh, stickers and T-shirts and other random things. We've got new designs coming up and uh, some other fun, exciting surprises that we're working on behind the scenes. And uh, if this has been your last episode because you can't stand it, thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Or whenever. Whenever it happens. Or whenever. Whenever it happens. Yeah, so I don't think that matters. Oh, no, people are here. Mm-hmm.
Nobody can ever be This episode is good, but it sounds like his shoe was on. Oh, I thought that too. I heard that too. I thought I thought I was going crazy. I thought it was just me. Oh my god, what a relief to hear other people are realizing that. I also thought that maybe one of their hoodies was unzipped. Seemed seemed odd. I don't know what it was about it, but it just was off. Something was wrong. Did you well, here we are this? again. Did you hear his hair was messed up? It just seemed out of place. I could, I could definitely I could hear, hear that. I, I could hear the part was not on the right side. 